of all the kitchen hacks I know. Better Than Bouillon is my favorite. It's great for broth, of course, but you can also use Better Than Bouillon as a flavor enhancer. Just a spoonful adds so much flavor to stir fry, sauces, even marinades. Plus, they have reduced sodium and organic options and the culinary collection, which includes amazing flavors like Italian herb and smoky chipotle. Make everything better with Better Than Bouillon. For free shipping on two or more jars, use code BETTER at betterthanbullion.com. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jeff Pelletier. The purpose of our podcast is a simple question. Why is Israel important? Over the next many episodes, my partner Neil Johnson and I will seek to answer this question. There are just barely over 14 million descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the world today, and about five and a half million of them live in Israel. The rest are scattered across and among the nations. For the sake of our podcast, Israel is both a country and a people. In our last episode of Israel, Why is the Middle East Important?, uh, we ended the show stating that we might be at the end of Abraham's journey. Well, not so fast, Jeff. Neil said to me, what about the birth of Isaac and his marriage and, and Isaac's kids, Jacob and Esau, one of which becomes the founding father of the actual nation of Israel, Neil said to me. Hmm. I said, oops, my bad. What Neil said was huge to fulfilling the purpose of this show which is to help the Church of Jesus understand why Israel and the Middle East were important, have been important, will be important, and never will not be important to the Church and to the world. And we're studying five people in accordance with that purpose. Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, and Jesus. So, Neo. It was, uh, was it you or who told me that Abraham has more written about him than any person in the Bible? Yeah, I think that I, we discussed that, actually. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's a safe thing to say, given how these chapters focus so precisely on his uh, birth to his father, his going into the land, mm-hmm. all of these trials mm-hmm. and uh, temptations, if you were. Uh, nowhere else can you find any character that gives you so much, so detail. succinctly, in detail. Amazing. An episode, and episode, Even episode. Jesus doesn't have this detail. Right, right. There's, there's, there's far more what seems like blank spots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in Abraham, it's telling you, here's another story. Yeah. Here's another yeah. event. Here's another yeah. story. So I think it's safe to say that while volume-wise, mm-hmm. I wondered this. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you could say Moshe, who wrote five books of the Torah. Mm-hmm. You could say Jesus. Jesus, who, you know, we know from the New Testament Gospels, there's a lot written about him, but much of it is kind of over. He healed people. He saved people. He loved people. But here we have Abraham that's going into a lot of detail on specific various events. Various events, yep, absolutely. So we're going to focus today, folks, on uh, chapters 20 and 21. We'll see how far we get into 21, but we're going to we're going to begin with uh, chapter 20. It's a, it's kind of a short, uh, and by the way, uh, guys, the reason we're focusing on the Bible is because in, in Genesis, uh, uh, God is laying the foundation for his story and his plan for the world. And the beginnings of Israel 
are right here in, with Adam and Noah and Abraham. It's the beginnings of Israel. So it's very important to us and to you, we think, to give you this background in the biblical sense of, of what, we're go, what, what we're talking about so that when we start talking about Israel as a nation, you have an understanding of how it came to be. It's very, very, very important. And, and we've already established, I'm just going to give you one fact, we've already established that the covenant God made with Abraham about the land is an everlasting covenant. And if you compare what Israel is today as far as landmass to, to what God told Abraham it will always be, there's a difference. And the question, when, we're going to, when we get there, we're going to ask the question, why is this so? Why is there a difference between what God said that land will be forever and the way it is now? So that's just something for you to think about as we go forward here. So we're going to get into chapter 20. And again, we're still talking about Abraham because if you don't have Abraham, you don't have Isaac. If you don't have Isaac, you don't have Jacob. If you don't have Jacob, you don't have Israel. So Abraham is critical. And if you don't have, if you don't have uh, Adam, you don't have Noah. And you don't have Noah, you don't have Abraham. I mean, th these are all linked. And that's why we've got these five that we're talking about. And they're very, very important to God's plan. Okay, so here we are in, in chapter 20. And I'm going to kind of read through it here. And, uh, and then we're going to talk about it, okay? So uh, Abraham journeyed, it says, uh, from where he was toward the land of Negev, the Negev, and settled between Kadesh and Shur, and there he sojourned into Gerar. So Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, said of her out loud, she is my sister. So Abimelech, the king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah because Abraham said she was his sister. Okay, but God came to Abimelech in a dream. God did. Came to Abimelech in a dream that night and said, Behold, you are a dead man. Because of the woman you have taken, she is married. Now Abimelech, or Abimelech, as Neil likes to say, had not come near her. So they haven't had any relationship. And he said, Lord, will you slay a nation even though it's blameless? And we're going to talk about what that means. Did he not himself say to me that she is my sister? You know, so he, Abimelech is saying, no blame on me. He told me she was his sister. And she herself said, he is my brother. So she said that Abraham was, his, was her brother. In the integrity of, my, integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands, I have done this. And then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know that in the integrity of your heart you have done this, and I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Okay? Now, therefore, restore the man's wife, Abraham's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, and all who are yours will die. So Abilemic arose early in the morning and called all of his servants together and told all these things in their hearing, and the men of his household were greatly afraid. And then Abilemic called Abraham and said, What have you done to us? How have I sinned against you that you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done to me things that ought not to be done. He's talking about Abraham saying she was my sister. And Abilemic said to Abraham, 
What have you encountered that you have done this thing? And Abraham said, Well, because I thought surely there's no fear of God in this place, they will kill me because they will kill me because of my wife to to get her. And besides, she actually is my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. And it came about when God caused me to wander from my father's house that I said to her, This is the kindness which you will show me everywhere we go. Say of me, He is my brother. Hmm. Abilemek then took sheep and oxen and male and female servants and gave them to Abraham and restored his wife Sarah to him. And Abilemek said, Behold, my land is before you. Be settled wherever you please. And to Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, it is your... A lot of beholding going on here. Behold, it is your vindication before all who are with you and before all men. You are cleared. Your reputation is cleared. Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abilamech and his wife and his maids so that they could bore children. So that they did bore children. For the Lord had closed fast all the wombs of the household of Abilamech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Okay, now Neil, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my take on the chapter, and then I'd like you to kind of fill in the blanks. Okay. Hmm. All right. Here we go. So, Neil, as I read the story, I see God is establishing something for us here. It seems a pattern is begun here for establishing the kingdom of God on earth through Israel. As I was reading the chapter, it seems kind of funky or weird because the next chapter is really really important, but. There's some really important stuff in this chapter. So let's look at this one and see if we can see that pattern. So Abilamech is the king, and as you said, that's a title of him, right? And Abraham and Sarah and his entire household travel onto his kingdom. And Abilamech reacts to the intrusion and seizes Sarah. But I I think it's significant that Abraham and Sarah enter this land and that it's a kingdom as well. Because God said to Abraham in a previous chapter, wherever your foot touches, that is the land I have given you. So Abilamech doesn't know that, of course, at this time, but he's just been invaded and conquered. (laughs) And Abilamech has no idea that this has taken place. He takes Sarah from Abraham, but God says, no, 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 no in a dream, and he tells Abilamech that Sarah is Abraham's wife and that Abraham is a prophet. And he tells the king that his life is in danger if he follows through with his plan. It's interesting that Abraham doesn't understand what God is doing. God doesn't tell Abraham what he's doing. He talks to Abilamech, right? And in fact, he's all apologetic to to Abilamech. Uh, And Abilamech gets all, you know, all scared because God has said he's going to die if he does anything. And he gives Abraham silver and sheep and and livestock and whatever... And Abraham is like, hey, thank you. This is really cool. But what's really going on is God is what's really going on. God is initiating the taking of the land, the promised land, because Abilamech tells Abraham, you have the run of the place. You can settle anywhere you want. And the land of the kingdom of God on earth has now expanded without a shot being fired. And then Abraham prays and prophesies over the women in his land in this land 
and opens their wombs so that they may have children. And this is kind of, I think, uh, a deal maker. You know, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing that Abraham does that after he receives all this stuff. And I, I'd like your take on that as well. And God, but, but God is executing his plan. That's what God is doing. He's, he's in the business of fulfilling his plan. And he's taking this land and he's putting it under Abraham. And when we get into the next chapter, when they make a covenant, we can even see that God is putting this land, uh, you know, uh, basically under Abraham. Because he made an everlasting covenant with Abraham and his wife Sarah and their descendants that he would provide them a place where his story for the world would begin and end. And that's my take on the chapter. Right. Yeah, so like you said, there's a whole lot of things going on in, a, in, in this small chapter, a lot of principles and patterns, uh, and it's almost hard to know where to start with this. First, we have this this ruler. His name is uh, Abimelech or yep. Abimelech. Yep. It's, it is a, a, a title like Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we see him again, and we, we see a lot of Abimelechs right down through King David's time. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. New on Curiosity Stream, we've walked with dinosaurs. We've explored our prehistoric planet, and we were always told the same story. Extinction came from the sky. But what if dinosaurs survived? Amazing Dino World 2. Watch it now on Curiosity Stream. With monthly, annual, and bundle plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. When, uh, when these Philistines, which mm. is the area he's in, become their actual implacable enemies. But yeah. here they're not. Yeah. And quite the opposite. Uh, we don't know exactly why Abimelech took Sarah. But mm-hmm. he wanted her for some reason. And we can compare and contrast, well, that happened before. Here we are again. We're back to the future. Another story of a king taking mighty Abraham's wife. The previous one was? It was Pharaoh. Pharaoh, yes. And uh, and we know what happened there. Mm-hmm. But if you compare the difference, I think that's the, the, the important thing for people to take away. Mm. Pharaoh, when he took Sarah, mm. uh, God did not appear to him and warn him. No. At all. They no. divined that themselves, yeah. probably yeah. Uh, through their magicians and so on yeah. that they had in their court in those days. Yeah. But they also had the same thing going on that the Philistines had, which is, uh, you know, it says their wombs were closed, and it could mm-hmm. be wombs, but, it, you know, this happened in a very short span of time, mm-hmm. so how would you know your wombs are closed? I mean, babies yeah. are late or early all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of writings that say that all kinds of, uh, 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 any bodily orifice was closed, yeah. so it was a sign that something was up. Yeah. But then you have God coming right to this man. Yes who befriends Abraham, actually, yes. Yes. 
and warns him, you and your entire nation are about to die. Yeah, you're gonna, you're dead, man. Well, yeah. when the king says that to everybody, that's a that's a major that's a major issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We see that before in other stories yeah. of yeah. Uh, of Purim, which just ended, where mm-hmm. the king wakes up and he's disturbed, or the pharaoh wakes up and he has a bad dream and he calls for Joseph again, another type of Messiah. Mm-hmm. So here God comes to him and says, I know that you didn't uh, have any relations, and I'm warning you now not to for the very reason you said, I have a plan and a purpose. Uh, Jeff, this is principle number one. Mm. Do not thwart, even innocently or ignorantly, God's plans for Israel and the world. You know, it it also proves the fact that God's plan is not deterrable. He will accomplish his plan. We can screw up our plan. We can screw up God's plan for our life, but God will not screw up his plan. Right. And whatever that is, uh, I think that man can and have uh, mucked up his plan plenty through the ages. But, 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 But he does not allow that to stop him from where he's going to ultimately stop it right he's got a plan he's still got the son of the promise coming from which we know because again we get to read ahead uh if the if the if the book ended here and this is all we have all we know is oh he's going to have another offspring good for him i hope he's happy we don't know that what this entails is a covenant Mm -hmm. so for us we if you want to say is uh 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 Gentile believers, yes. uh, you could almost say we are somewhat like this king of Gerar here, mm. this land of the Philistines, in that we want to associate, align with, and be part of Abraham and not thwart the plans. We don't want to be like the king Pharaoh, the king of Egypt was, Mitzrayim, yeah. and that is he is hostile and uh, angry with uh um, uh, uh, Abraham and eventually tells him, "Get yeah. out, get out, of go here. away, go away." And we're going to see later that yeah. quite the opposite happens well, with he, this king. Well, he already says it. Stay. Yeah, he he anywhere you want. Yeah, he wants to yeah. align with him. Yeah, he does. So here he is scared, but he also yeah. knows that that this prophet yeah. now yeah. Uh, Abraham's now called a prophet. Yeah, that's right. So we have this principle of aligning with Israel, and yeah. uh, as we say, as we read ahead in other uh, places in the Bible, uh, yeah. God has a standard to judge the nations, yeah, he does. and that standard is their treatment of Israel. You yeah. see that many times referenced, how did you treat my children, my and, people, And it's almost, like, it's almost like Abilemic, uh, in it senses this, because he's significantly repentant right away as soon as he has this dream. He's like, calls everybody together. Hey, you got to know what's going on here. Right. I had this dream. We're all going to die if we don't fix this. Right. And he starts making up for, right? Right. Making up for what he was going to do. He didn't even do it yet. Right. But he starts right away right. recompensing. Right. Yeah, he very much tells the Lord, because this is all Abimelech yeah. knows. He doesn't call him Yahweh, by No, he the does way. not. He no. calls him Lord. Yeah. And so, in other words, he's aware that this God, of which there are many gods, there's only one, the God. Yeah, but when you meet the God, you know you're met the God. That's right. (laughs) But but Abimelech knew there were gods, but he knew Abraham's fame. Yeah. He also knew in this vision that 
whatever he had, this dream, that it was real to him, and yeah. this God was not happy. Yeah. And this God tells him, send for Abraham. Mm. He's a prophet. Mm. He will pray for you. In other words, here again we have another principle. There's yeah. so many principles here. Yeah, and, there's and so that, many. Yeah. That principle is, is that in God's plan, men have to do things. In other words, God mm-hmm. said to Abimelech, yeah. I know you didn't do this. Yeah, that's right. I kept you from it. I kept it, you from doing it, yeah. And I know what And what's it, the it? Yeah, the it is, is the actual defilement of Sarah. Having a relation with Sarah, yes. Because it would have foiled his right. entire plan. Exactly. He would have perverted the yes. whole uh, 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 redemptive yes. seed that yes. comes through Isaac to the world. Exactly. And so he kept him from that uh, doing uh, that act yeah. that, that, that would have mucked up the work, so yes, to speak. Yes, it would have, yeah, but big time. But isn't it, again, just so interesting that, once again, Abraham, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. has to do something. I mean, God says, I know it. Mm-hmm. So why doesn't God say, okay, I'll forgive you, don't do it, send her back, and be done with it? No, why he do says, you say Abraham has to do something? Well, because God says, send for Abraham, he's a prophet, he will pray for you. Yeah. Oh, wait, God already knows. He yeah. said, I know. Well, he does do that later on, but what does he? why does he have to? Because there's some interplay where men have got to interplay with God and take acts uh, uh, to affect a... Uh, a result. In other words, we see before that we talked about before when uh, 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 Abraham had the uh, had the vision of going into uh, Egypt, his offspring, and yeah. God made Abraham had to drive away the birds of prey. Yeah, that was in the other thing. That yeah, was that, in yeah. another chapter. Yeah, that but, was in the covenant. And and, yeah. and Abraham had to leave originally. Yeah. He had to walk the land, leave yeah. the land. I remember so that. Yeah. There's this marriage, if you yeah. will, Jeff, that yeah. mankind. Yeah have to interplay with God, even though God knows the end from the beginning. Just like here, he tells the king, I know you didn't. It was in my plan. But now, call for Abraham. He'll pray. Well, who's he going to pray to? Me? I already know the story. Where does it say he called for Abraham? Oh, well, it's... Uh, oh, there it is. Verse it, 9. Abraham, uh, Abilamech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? How have I sinned against you that you would bring on me, on my kingdom, a great sin? And what he's talking about is God's mad at him, right? Right. Right. And you have done this to me, things that ought not to be done, because you've set me up to, to get all this wrath. I'm going to die. I mean, right. Abby Lemick is scared witless. Here, oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. He thinks he's going to die, and he's pleading with it. Well, he's trying to negotiate with it. Abraham. And, and, and Abby Lemick said to him, uh, what have you encountered that you have done this thing? Yeah, and he's and, and he's beside himself, right? right. And then uh, Abraham tries to explain himself, and uh, uh, Abimelech really isn't listening to Abraham. He's saying, "Well, okay, here's some money, here's some sheep, here's some coats. Yeah. Please, please, right. you know, make nice with me because yeah. I don't want to die. Yeah, you know. And here, go and live wherever you want. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like he's he just wants this over. He wants Abraham to be." You know, uh, he wants it to be satisfied, right? Because he doesn't want to die, right? And and there's there's all kinds of things there about uh, ancient cultures and making things look right and seem right because and giving Sarah money. Yeah, uh, I mean because it's obvious that had the king ever taken her as a wife, he mm-hmm. could never give her back. He's the mm-hmm. king after all. So this whatever it was culturally showed that there was no defilement. 
that she is still uh, a, a, a virtuous woman, as yeah. it were, and yeah. all of these things. Yes. But uh, where that started from was in verse 7, where where you said, the Lord said, give her back. Yeah. He is a prophet. Yeah. He will pray. Yeah. So it goes back to that whole issue that we said, man has to interplay with God. Why does Abraham have to pray to God for something God just said, I already know? Yeah. So there, there's this interplay. Now, how does that affect us? Well, it affects us pertaining to Israel especially. We as believers, we as people who put credibility in these documents for our learning, yeah. take these principles, yeah. and we are to also align with Israel, Yes, which is what Abraham is a type and a picture of and yeah. what he ultimately will be. We also are to align with Israel. We're not to be like Pharaoh, say, get away from me. Mm-hmm. We're not to be like Pharaoh and say, I am God. Mm-hmm. Anything like that, we are to say, hey, let us align with you. And yeah. that's what Abimelech is doing here. Yeah. To your point, however, that little did he know that God had uh, already uh, given his kingdom away. Yes, yeah. even though it wasn't manifested here and now. Yeah. Uh, you, you and I talk about yeah. the, the, the adage that says it's the here now but not yet. Not well, the yet. very yeah. moment God told Abraham when he was 75 years old to walk the land, yeah. it's yours. Yeah. Right. So it's the here now yeah. but not yet. Right. Exactly. So your point is, yes, he, he will and ultimately does rule and own all of that mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. But right now, he's still a sojourner, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah, he sure is. Okay, so I think that's uh, pretty good. Uh, so uh, chapter 21, uh, that, that, that kind of brings that to the close. And now, now I'm sorry, chapter 20 brings that to a close. And 21 is full. 21 is full of uh, amazing, amazing stuff that happens, along with 22. I mean, it, it gets even more uh, uh, interesting as we go forward here. So in 21, uh, you know, uh, Isaac uh, comes to be. Uh, and, and the Lord uh, took note of Sarah, as he had said, and, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. Right. That's and Sarah conceived right. through Abraham and bore a son in his old age at the appointed time of which God had spoken. Exactly. And, you know, two chapters ago, he said, at this time next year, you will bear Isaac. That's right. You will call him Isaac, Right. And Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him from Sarah, born to him, whom Sarah bore to him. It's interesting that it repeats that. They must really want us to get the fact that Sarah was boring. (laughs) You know what I mean? Must be important. Uh, Isaac. And then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac on the eighth day, just as he did, uh, uh, just as he was instructed to, uh, way back when he did that, uh, the covenant, uh, uh, when God, God did the covenant with him. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone here, everyone who hears will laugh with me. And this laughter is different from absurd laughter, right? This right. is joyful. That's right. This is joyful laughter. This is wonderful. This is a person who's delighted with her life right now. She's just a, full of the Lord's, the Holy Spirit, probably, just overwhelmed by this wonderful thing that's happened to her. And she said, and she said, who would have said to Abraham, it's like, wow, who would ever thought this would have, you know, who would ever have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children, yet I have borne him a son in his old age. No reference. 
It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's to the fact that she's 90. Right. 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 But, but the, it's just amazing, right? Yeah. And the child grew and was, was weaned, and Abraham... Had a feast. Had a big talk, party. Talk about the feast of weaning. What's right. that all about? Right. So that was a big event. I mean, first they have this miraculous birth, this yeah. this child named Laughter. Yeah. So I think Sarah laughed with God. Mm-hmm. God thinks his whole plan is funny. We yeah. have to remember, it yeah. says God sits in the heavens and laughs. I don't think that's always der- uh, derisional laughter. He's, he's happy with himself. You're not going to find yeah. God not happy. Right, right. He is happy. Yeah. And he said his plan shall start out... Mm being happy. Name this miraculous birth, this supernatural birth against all odds, name it laughter. Yeah. And Sarah laughed, and Abraham laughed, mm. and God laughed. Mm. Yeah. I, it must have been an, a truly remarkable event for these two people. Truly remarkable, and they have this party, and it is a big event because they are following the so covenants. How old? This, he's now three. Right? Three or four? Well, yeah. He, two or three or four, somewhere in there. Yeah. He, he, that weaning? He would have, right. 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 Yeah. He's got some teeth in his mouth. He can chew some food. Right. Right. Just a just a toddler at best. Not even a toddler, I guess. So within uh, four verses, he's three years old. Right. (laughs) And and like you like you pointed out, all this stuff is very fast paced. This this all happened within that that promise of a year, just a couple chapters. (laughs) So here we have this party. Yeah. And it's joyful, and all of the sort of dignitaries are there. What's, it, what, what's the purpose of the party? Why is it a big deal? Well, I think there's the idea of uh, it's hard for us to grasp how important it was to have children uh-huh. in that day. Uh-huh. And we can read this throughout this story, how much emphasis both Abraham and Sarah put on having children. So to make for a child to make it to that stage of life is kind of a miracle in those days? I, I think it is, and it also marks a stage in their in their progression, you know. Uh-huh. We, we kind of look yeah. at it as... A growing up stage. A growing up stage. Uh-huh. I mean, there's the, the yeah. even today we have certain ages where, yeah. where girls yeah. are bat mitzvah and boys are bar mitzvah bar in different, yeah. different stages. Rabbinic yeah. teaching yeah. says you, you, you can't teach until yeah. you're, you know, 30 years old, which I mean, harkens ahead. And, and, and I, I must say, and I, I, I may get in trouble for this, but I'm going mm. to say it, right? Mm. Then we, we have, uh, in the Catholic and the Lutheran Church, we have confirmation, yeah. which happens at the same time of life. Right, right. So why do the, why, why, I don't want to get into it, but, mm-hmm. you know, the question might be for someone to think about right. who's maybe Lutheran or Catholic is why change the name? 
Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the coming of age. Yeah. Right? Exactly. It's the same idea, yeah. but it's kind of like, I'm going to say it, it seems like stolen. Yeah. Well, most And I don't want to go to it, but, but it, it, why didn't they just keep it, you know, call it bar mitzvah? Yeah. I, well, I think there's a great awakening going on just by the fact yeah. we're discussing these yeah. issues and pointing out these yeah. nuances among yeah. believers in the, the salvation, yeah. that's Jesus, yeah. his name means salvation. Yes, it does. Uh, of all of these principles and concepts are uh-huh. through Israel, through the Jews. Yeah, but 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 that's not the case in the churches that practice confirmation. They don't see it that way. Right. But that's what it is. But there is this awakening, just right. that you would ask right. about it, right. shows in our day, yeah. it's an awakening. Yeah. It's a coming yeah. together. Well, I'm certainly awake about it. Right, and, right. And so I guess, yeah, maybe that, I'm kind of proof of that, I guess. Because right. it dawned on me, and I'm going... Hey, this is not right. But anyway, let's yes. get back to our sure. let's get back to our story. So uh, that's cool about the weaning. I like that. So mm-hmm. in verse nine, now Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian, who had been born to Abraham, mocking. So I looked up mocking. Mocking has a wide a wide meaning, right? It, it could be it could be profane. It's profane behavior of some sort, right? Right. It could be speech, or it could be action. All right, and I even saw a sexual reference yeah. to it in terms of what it could be. Right, and so this is, however we talk about it, Sarah has a right to be mad. Yeah, this it, is not good. Right, it it, it 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 was more than just seemingly first blush yeah. jealousy yeah. or or get rid of this child. Yeah. No, this is a direct no behavior against Abraham. He's mocking in some way. He's he's profaning. Abraham in some way. Well, by his actions, yeah, or, uh, what, his words. W- or words, or or some deed, Sarah yeah, deed. saw yeah. him doing something yeah. to or at or yeah. about the son of promise yeah. that set her off. Yep. And when she told Abraham, mm-hmm. we also read that Abraham was also greatly vexed by what he just heard. Not yep. just yep. Sarah settle down, yep. don't be jealous, you've yep. got a son. Remember, Sarah was yep. happy at this party. Yeah. And she saw something, this yeah. this word mocking, which yeah. later it, it does have a, a connotation that yeah. is completely lost in the English. Yeah, completely it, lost. Yeah. yeah. So something yeah. But untoward. It was not good. Something untoward. Yeah. 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 And so, so so she says to Abraham, that's it. I mean, that's like the line in the sand for her. Right. Okay? Because right. she had, we have to remember, she had this trouble with Hagar. Right, right. When, after, when they were both his husband, they were both his wife. That's right. And Hagar had the son, and she thought she was something because she had the son. And Nana Nana Boo Boo, you don't have a son, right? Right, right. And that was a whole deal that they that they went through. And now here we are. Now that they both have a son, right? And but Sarah knows, right, that that Isaac, who Isaac is. I mean, God has made it clear to them through prophecy it's, that Isaac will be the guy. Yeah. Right. So they know this. And, and and then Ishmael, knowingly or not knowing, we don't know. He's 13, 14, 15 at this point, I guess. Right? Yeah. He's, well, he's right. probably 15 because I think he was 13 when he was circumcised. He right? was he was 13 yeah. when he was circumcised. Yeah. So he's probably 16 or 17. Yeah, he yeah. is a he is a mid-teen. Yeah, yeah. So he, he does this behavior, which is not unlike a teenager would, right? I mean, that's kind of the nature of the beast, right? So, but, but Sarah, you know, this is it. And she says to Abraham, drive out his maid, this maid, and her son. She doesn't call him, she doesn't call Hagar his wife. Right. Right? This maid and her son, or the son of this maid, shall not be an heir with my son Isaac. That's right. 
because he was an heir, wasn't he? He was. And he did something so seemingly perverse. Yes. He wasn't just, in our English word, mocking. Yes. Teasing a baby no. with a rattle. Not at all. He was doing something Worse. that he has to be away yep. from the son of yep. promise. Yep. He is not going to taint. He's not, yep. Right. It's not acceptable in any way, shape, manner, or form. So Abraham is distressed about the matter right. and the fact that he knows he has to do this. Right. right. So God said to Abraham, don't be distressed because of the lad and your maid. Whatever Sarah tells you, listen to her. Right. So he's, God is validating what, what Sarah said. So even God thinks it's worth being expelled. Right. right? Uh, for, through Isaac, your descendants shall be named. Through Isaac, your descendants shall be named. Sure. And the son of the maid and I will make a nation also. So he's, God said, don't, he already prophesied this to them. He's going to make a nation of, uh, of, of Ishmael also because he is your descendant. Okay? So Abram rose early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar, put them on her shoulder, gave her the boy, and, you know, gave her the boy, I meaning 16, right? He's, he's right, capable. Right. And sent her away. I mean, I think a lot of times when you read it, you think, well, he handed her this infant. You know, no, right. no, no. Right. It was her full, almost fully grown son. And she departed and wandered about in the wilderness of Beersheba. And this is, this is going to be important uh, later on with the covenant, right? When the water in the skin was used up, the boy left, uh, she left the boy under one of the bushes, and then she went and sat down opposite him about a bow shot away, so what's that, 15 yards, yeah, something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she said, do not let me see the boy die. She's crying out, right? right? Do not let me see the boy die. And she sat opposite him and lifted up her voice. So she's crying, right? weeping and crying and wailing. Yeah. And God heard her. Yeah. And, he, and he heard the lad crying, and the angel of God, the angel of God, here we go, right? Angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter with you, Hagar? Do not fear, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. So my, my note there is God provides. Yeah, and God it's, provides. It's, he, he's hearing their distress. Yeah, he's, but he, it, it's also interesting. He heard the voice of the lad mm-hmm. and that's interesting in other words he still was because of his mm-hmm. affinity his closeness to abraham it yeah. seems like he gets blessing here yeah. even though he's turned away yeah. for some act god yeah. doesn't wipe his hands yeah. but god does make it very clear in this mm-hmm. thing when he refers to hagar mm-hmm. uh, uh he refers to sarah first of all as sarah right but he refers to Hagar as, as your maidservant, maid, yeah, your slave, right. your yeah. slave woman, yeah, yeah, and Ishmael yeah. as the boy. Well, the wait, boy, yeah. God yeah. named him Ishmael. Yeah. yeah, he did. The reason we're seeing this so laid out this way is mm-hmm. so we can see again what we always talk about, the positional mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. of the promise mm-hmm. versus the son who mm-hmm. gets blessed, mm-hmm. but it's not the direct lineage. So I, I just am recur- recalling, Neil, that God said that Ishmael would be a donkey of a boy, a wild donkey, sorry, he would be a wild donkey. So that's kind of explaining his behavior towards the child a little bit. He's an unruly child. Uh, yeah. Right? Uh, unruly. Yeah. So he's just living up to his, to, his, uh, to his reputation. But then God also then prophesies, arise, lift up the lad, hold him by the hand, for I will make a great nation of him. Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink, and God was with the lad. It doesn't say he was with Hagar, right? right? He was with the lad. He grew, and he lived in the wilderness and became an archer 
interesting. He was a full length away mm-hmm. from his from his mom, and he becomes an archer. And he lived in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. Right. So the word of the Lord is made right here. Ishmael, the product of Sarah, asking Abraham to mate with Hagar. Right. Right? Ishmael is the product of Sarah asking Abraham to mate with Hagar. It was not God's plan. It was Sarah's plan. Right? But God works through Ishmael to create the Arab people. Would you say? Yeah. Well, that seems to be what most people uh, say is that the the Arabs are the uh, the descendants of Ishmael. Yeah. Uh, at least a certain... Not the Muslims. Yeah. That's a, a different... That's a different thing. Right. 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 The Arab people. Yeah. Right. So this whole story is is again to get people to understand positionally mm. that we have one lineage that's yeah. specifically yeah. delineated yeah. and that we see today restored. Yeah. What I say, Jeff, is they're born again yeah. in the land. Yeah. They are the dry bones who are living once again mm-hmm. in a very specific and and mm-hmm. laid out geographic dot on the globe yeah. in the boundaries. Yeah. And we see the nations coming against them. We see people trying to deny that they're uh, Jews in the first place. All kinds of different yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah. whole point, these yeah. principles, is yeah. are you aligned with them yeah. for blessing? Yeah. Or are you not aligned with them yeah. for cursing? And it really it really tells you which foot the shoe is on. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I mean, if you're not paying, it, I mean, if you're paying attention here, it, it, Isaac is the guy. Right. Abraham is the dad, right. and Isaac, and then we have Jacob and Esau, and here we go. Right. right? So it's it's gonna it's coming up, folks, and and uh, we we understand. You know, God is is creating the fork in the road, right? Well, it, Israel's going this way, and Ishmael's going that way. Well, it's very much again that it's a principle to know. It is positional. It's yeah. not about anything but a positional yeah. plan of God. Yes. He calls the very boy yeah. that God himself named, mm-hmm. Ishmael, mm-hmm. at another well, Ber uh, Laharoi, where yes. she saw an angel the first time, yes. Hagar that is, yes. and named him Ishmael. But now positionally, mm. he's saying, listen to Sarah. Mm-hmm. I have a plan. Yes. Abraham was heartbroken, he grieved, was. Yeah. just horribly yeah. stricken. Yep. Yeah. And God said, no, do this. Mm. This is the promise. Mm-hmm. The seed will come through this. And this is for us to understand. It's very important. There's uh, this this aligning that yes. we have to understand, yes. especially yes. in our day where yes. uh, Israel is under such slander and attack. Yes. And soon, Jeff, as we may or may not get into someday, yeah. lots of bloodshed coming lots our way. Lots of bloodshed coming our way. And, and it, it's... Uh, it, 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 it's just, folks, important to see this, that this is, this is the place, this is the time, this is the moment that when Israel, you can see the, you can see the creation about to happen. And, and this is a, one, one of those key moments. Uh, and, and, and then there's a, a covenant that occurs between Abraham and Abimelech, which I think is also very important. Because now it came about that time that Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, his general, his commander-in-chief, whatever, spoke to Abraham saying, God is with you in all you do. That's an amazing statement to Abraham. They're saying, we defer, right? Right. God is with you. He's not with us. He's with you. Right. So that's Abraham, right? So now, therefore, swear to me by God, by that God, 
that you will not deal falsely with me or with my offspring or with my post. I mean, he's, in a sense, making Abraham his king. And, and, and is that, that not true? It is true. Yeah. And, and, and what it is so important is, again, to what we said at the beginning, compare and contrast the reaction of Mitzrayim, mm. which is symbolic, mm. again, we've always said, mm. of, of fallen nature, of the world, of, of less than the divine nature of God. Mitzrayim, it embodied that. Mm-hmm. The king of that fallen world, Egypt, mm-hmm. how he treated Israel... Yeah. Through Abraham, yeah. and how Abimelech at this point yeah. associates. He didn't make a treaty because of his great military, mm-hmm. his great wealth, mm. his his great natural resources. Mm-hmm. He said, "I want to make a, a treaty with you for one reason." Yeah, God is with you. God, it's apparent yes. that God is with you. It's and, apparent. Yeah, and and uh, just like you said, uh, Jeff, and our further prophets down the line, as we mm-hmm. read ahead, they mm-hmm. also say that someday all the nations will. We'll say to one Jew, let us go with you. Because God, God is, is with, you. with you. Right, exactly. Right? Actually, grab the tzitzit, the tzitzit. of the, of the, of the uh, garment, right? Yeah. Which is just the fringe. The fringe. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit later. So they are treating Abraham as a superior being who's capable of conquering them. They're, they assume that he could conquer them, and they're yielding to him. And Abraham says, I swear it. I will not. I will not let anything, I will not deal falsely with you, okay? But Abraham then says, okay, I I agree not to deal falsely with you, so now not deal falsely with me. Okay, right? Right? Saying, Abraham complained to Abilemic because of the well of water which the servants of Abilemic had seized. Right. They stole, they seized, they're using Abraham's well. Right. Okay, and Abilemic said, I do not know who has done such a thing. And didn't you not you did not tell me, nor did I hear of it until today, yeah. this very day. I had no idea yeah. this was going on. All right? Okay, good. That's great. Abraham wink wink notch notch. Uh, Abraham <laughs> took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech. What's up with that? So Abraham has just been uh, mistreated falsely, something he swore he would not do to them. They're doing it to him, right? Okay, and he goes and gives them sheep and oxen and two of them, uh, and then he made a covenant with the two of them. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves, set them apart, seven, set apart, seven. Interesting. Abilamech said to Abraham, what do these have to do? Uh, What do these lambs mean? Why have you set them apart by themselves? And he said, you shall take these seven ewe lambs from my hand so that it may be a witness to me that I dug this well. So Abraham takes ownership of the well, but gives in, in, in integrity, right, and honesty and forthrightness and righteousness, he gives Abilamech an offering to seal the deal. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty amazing. It's a very amazing. I think that type in that picture that because we always want to look for these types in pictures. We want to see what is it telling us here mm-hmm. in addition to the the plain and literal mm-hmm. meaning of the story. Mm-hmm. And to me, I uh, take that that Avi Malik had an epiphany. Mm. Yeah, I did not for know sure. until you told me yeah. that this was happening. That my people were stealing from your people. Mm. Well, Jeff, if we if we overlay that through the eons of time to our day, Mm. how much have we, if you will, been guilty of 
stealing from the true heirs of promise. We steal all the blessings. In other words, uh, we're, we're willing to uh, uh, part the land of Israel through the United Nations, through the International Crim- Criminal Court in The Hague. Do all of these things be, you know, dastardly deeds on behalf of this little tiny dot on the globe? Yeah. As believers through church history, it's a cursory reading of church history will say how we've We've absorbed all the blessings and left all the curses for Israel. Mm. How people have persecuted them through pogroms and, mm. and religious persecutions, forced conversions, stealing of their family members, lands, mm. all these things in the name of God, if you will. Yeah. I think you could make a case, and more than a case, I think I see that as Abi Malik is very sincere in saying, wait, I didn't know any of this was happening, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it right. To me, Jeff, that is our day with this um, uh, explosion of understanding or at least desire to understand the significance of Israel among people who believe in these Jewish documents. Mm. Remember, you know, it's, it's fascinating that now we are on the final course of expanding the Jewish people. Huh. The first 10 chapters of the Bible were background. But the Bible, all the rest of it, is the history yeah. of Israel and yeah. God's plan. Absolutely. And so I think Abimelech was, is a type of a person saying, I have an epiphany. I am guilty. I didn't even know it. Let me make it right. And, and they come together. And that's what's happening in our day. Many believers in Jesus as Messiah are coming together. So if that's true, Neil, yeah. shouldn't Abimelech be giving use to Abraham? Yeah, but I, 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 well, I you know I I don't I don't know that 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 was anything other than sealing the covenant. I that, know, but why was he, Abraham giving the offering instead of Abimelech? Right, He's the I, one who has the. I mean, he was the yeah. one who just confessed his sin. Well, he confessed that he didn't even know about it, well, and that it's your it's your well. And I think that perhaps who knows the who knows? The, the cultural thing that uh, interesting uh, that Abraham was saying. Just so it won't be seen that I took anything from your hand, yeah. just like when he saw Abimelech and he wouldn't take anything from yeah. the yeah. king of Sodom. Yeah. He said, no, 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 no. Yeah. He said, yeah. here, let's make it right. Let's make mm-hmm. it official. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like everything, uh, I told you before, my daughter asked me one time, Dad, does this mean anything? And my answer was, everything in the Bible means, means something. something. It's yes, just, exactly. what does it what mean? What does it mean? Right. Yes, exactly. And not to be culturated by yeah. our 20th century Western right, view right, as to right. what was right or wrong, wrong. about who did what to yeah. whom when. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, there's different ways of looking at this, folks, and you'll you'll decide for yourself which one you you think is true. But the, 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 uh, the, the last thing it says here, Neil, in 34, and this will be wrapping up uh, chapter 22, hmm. uh, is that after they made this covenant, right. uh, uh, Abraham planted a tree at Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. He called on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. And Abraham then sojourned in the land of the Philistines, Philistines for many days. It doesn't say this, but I'm going to say it accumulating more land with every step well it, it, you are it, it does say that if you know how to read it and you, you're right you're exactly right and yeah. why was he even yeah. there in the first place yeah. it seems like yeah. from the very first when god said walk 
the land, and later as he uh, uh, further elaborates to his prophets Moses and to Joshua and so on, saying, wherever yeah. your your foot treads, wherever yeah. the sole of your yeah. foot, that's yeah. yours. That's yours. And so then you have to start saying, well, if that's wow. true, perhaps the 40-year wandering and so on, as yeah. we'll get into, was yeah. more ordained of God yeah. to to walk these lands, or specifically, Jeff, in our day, for, for the Christians out there who are seeing this, you know, it's only been in the last few years where Jews have actually, religious Jews and so on, have actually not 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 uh, uh, right. believers necessarily yes. in Jesus, have gone up on top of and trod on the soles of their feet, have walked on and reclaimed that the land. epicenter of the universe, yeah. the Temple Mount, yeah. the in, Ju- in Jerusalem. The, yeah. And why is there such right. hostility to yeah. that? Yeah. So we well, want to be yeah. sure we are not Pharaoh in opposition. Yeah. We want to be Abimelech in blessing yeah. and aligning with. And aligning with. Amen. Amen. This has been a great discussion for this episode of Israel. Why is the Middle East important? I look forward to how this continues to unfold. As you can tell, Neil and I enjoy talking about the subject as it helps us to get to the root of the matter about God and why Israel and the Middle East are so important. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we would love to hear from you. Visit us at our home at Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? That's Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? And you can find us on Facebook using that same title. And you can email us at whyisthemiddleeastimportant at gmail.com. That's whyisthemiddleeastimportant at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. If you like what you hear, please invite your friends to the conversation. One thing Neil and I always say to each other is, I don't know. Because the only way we know is to not know. Once you have it all figured out, you stop learning. And that state of mind is what helps us to learn and grow. We invite you into that journey with us. From Neil Johnson and me, Jeff Pelletier, Shalom, and see you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.